Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Denise Canal, for today's Sunday, November 1st. We thank you guys for tuning in, and we're glad that you are here with us tonight. Um, we are excited about tonight's show, so we're going to not hold you long, but we just want to um, make sure you guys know that if you have a comment or a question, you can give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914 803 4399. I'm going to turn it over to Denise right now, and she has the beauty news. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the beauty news. And thank you guys for joining us tonight for tonight's show. Um, just very briefly, I had two quick updates um, from the Power Group. But before I get to that, I just want to make sure everyone knows that I will be over on Twitter for a tweet chat. Our uh, Twitter handle is at beauty underscore talk. Again, it's at beauty underscore talk, and we will be using the hashtags the definition of beauty as well as beauty talk. Again, that's the definition of beauty and beauty talk are our hashtags. So for the first time ever, the Powder Group is pleased to present a completely online product and brand-focused program. I think I'm very interested in this. Uh, it's called the Brand Summit 2020. This is a two-day program which includes 14 pro-focused, pro-loving brands sharing what's new, what's iconic, and what's coming next. The program will consist of a series of 45-minute sessions, one presented by each participating brand. Attendees will get to check out demonstrations, product discussion, be the first to learn about new products and programs, 
uh, ask questions to the brand, and there, and there may even be some great uh, deals to be had for attendees. The featured brands will be, will be Alcone B3 Bomb, Beekman 1802, Cinema Secrets, Esom Cosmetics, Face Atelier, Friends Beauty, Temp2, Makeup Forever, Menage, Royal and Langnickel, RCMA Makeup, Senna Cosmetics, and Scandinavia. Uh, the sessions will also feature uh, Eugenia Weston, James Vincent, Bethany Towns, Aja Rose, Brad Farrell, Tammy Bernard, Clint Brock, uh, Don Angeletti, Pamela Vilgielmo, Edward Duyos, Tanya Diemer, Alphonse Wiedelt, David Hernandez, Christina Esper, uh, Jessica Stein, Jake Abley, and Julia Dalton Brush. The Brand Summit takes place Sunday, November 15th through Monday, November 16th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern each day. Plus, there will also be a one-week uh, rewatch included with the registration. That's something the Powder Group um, is doing for those people who attend. They will also get the opportunity to replay um, the summit for a week, so that's included with your registration. Um, this program is totally free for the Powder Group Pro members as well as for local 706 and local 798 union members. Um, again, this is totally free. Um, makeup members of regional craft unions as well as uh, PDA. So you can, they can RSVP to Kenya at thepowdergroup.com. Again, RSVP to Kenya at thepowdergroup.com. Participation for all others will be $90 for the two-day program. Uh, registration will open for paid participation on Monday, November 2nd, which is tomorrow. Uh, the session schedule will be announced also uh, tomorrow on Monday, November 2nd. Uh, again, participating brands and presenters are subject to change. Uh, so the ones that I listed earlier um, may or may not still be the same uh, group of brands, but as, as of now, those are the brands. And then very quickly, um, something that's coming up a little bit quicker than November 15th through 16th, um, James Vincent and Bethany Towns presents Color Theory uh, Explored. Okay, the understanding of color and how it can be used to create, correct, and be added um, in combination is essential knowledge for any artist. Mastering the study of color and its theories allowing you to elevate, and to elevate any makeup consultation in every design and application. As one of the originators of color theory within makeup artist education, the Powder Group has helped countless artists develop their eye and skill set by managing to assess and explore color and incorporate it into your kit, design, and looks. In this first time the Powder Group event, Bethany Towns and James Vincent take you through a full day of color theory from fundamental to advanced in a matter that is unlike anything you have experienced before. This session is about the, <clears throat> excuse me, the importance of color and the ability to manipulate color to create looks. They will be discussing the importance of color knowledge for an artist and what a crucial role color plays in advancing your artistry. They will revisit fundamentals, develop techniques, and bring you through the theory and hands-on practical pieces of color psychology and energy, as well as, as well as its power and purpose in makeup from every day to the avant-garde. From fashion to trend forecasting, tattoo cover to brand creation, this virtual session allows you to determine, define, and design with color in ways you have never imagined. To register for Color Theory Explored, you can go to thepowdergroup.com. 
Again, that's thepowdergroup.com. Color Theory Explored takes place on Sunday, November 8th, from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Again, that's Sunday, November 8th, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. So that's next Sunday. So if you're interested in this class, please do um, register as soon as possible. Um, the rates for this for this class will be, again, $90 for um, the Powder Group Pro members and $120 for non-members. So this isn't one of those free to the Powder Group, <laughs> free to union member classes. Um, the Powder Group Pro members, again, $90 for this class and $120 for non-members. So please note that the participants will provide their own supplies for this program. Um, the supply list can be found on the event webpage. You can go to, again, the powdergroup.com for more information and for that uh, supply list. All right. Tonight we are continuing our definition of beauty conversation, and um, we have our special guest with us tonight, Ms. Marcy Thompson, and we'll bring Marcy on the line. Hello. Hello, hello. Hi. How are you, Marcy? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, thank you for saying yes. We really appreciate it. Um, First, let's just start off the conversation just by you introducing yourself to our listening audience. Absolutely. I'm Marcy Thompson. I uh, am the CEO of Lovery Inc. Uh, It is an online retail store for motivational products for individuals. I also do um, event novelty items, corporate uh, um, items, uh, customized items. So all things motivation. Um, I believe that um, motivation is like a shower. It wears off. And so uh, Lovery's items remind you daily um, to stay motivated in in whatever your pursuits are. So that is my small business. Uh, I am by day the chief growth officer uh, for the Society for Marketing Professionals. Um, I lead all revenue generating arms of our business. So I manage membership. I manage uh, conferences, program development. Uh, My background is learning design, and um, prior to this, I was a chief learning officer, but I've, you know, elevated to manage all streams of income for our organization. So that's what I do by day. Wow, that sounds like a lot. (laughs) It is. Um, (laughs) It's a lot. It is a lot. Wow. Well, congratulations on the elevation, first of all. That's wonderful. Um, So it's been a few years, actually, since we've last seen you and talked to you without being being on social media. (laughs) I know. um, Yeah, things are really blossoming, of course. I'm here um, with my boo, Otis. He's here in the background. (laughs) We celebrated 10 years of marriage this year, so we're excited. We still love each other and like each other. (laughs) (laughs) We still like each other, even after the quarantine. Go us. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> I I didn't realize it was it has been that long. Ten years. Wow. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, in January it'll be eleven years. So we 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 are certainly turning the corner. <laughs> Very nice. That's awesome. Very nice. Very nice. So, what else has been going on with you? I know you you spoke of Lovery Inc. What inspired you to um, start that? I just um, I would see things out there. And just in the marketplace, and I said, oh, well, if I put my spin on it, it would be this. So I just wanted to um, create what I was looking for in the marketplace. I said, instead of just going out and seeking it, why not create it? And um, it's been successful, and, you know, there's certainly a market for it. So buttons, T-shirts, mugs, you know, all those things that we touch and feel every single day to keep us motivated. And so that was really my inspiration. And just to put my spin on a thing, right, to leave my mark on it. So that that was really the motivation behind it. Right. And I love how you re, you refer to motivation as a shower. So, so true. I mean, it's something that we have to constantly constantly do to to be in that state of being motivated um you know it's just a it's just a thing that we have to be reminded of at all times absolutely because you know um i well i i have found that being uh, more intentional um gives mm-hmm. me more mileage when it comes to motivation right um when i think about the things that discourage you it kind of creeps in well, if you're intentional about staying motivated, staying on task, um, you know, keeping, you know, putting words of affirmation out there, saying your prayers, all of those things that keep um, keep the fuel in your drive, right? So we all mm-hmm. get kind of weary at times. And so it could just be um, the mug you choose to drink out of today. It could be the file folders that you use um, at work that say, you are amazing. Like just one little reminder, because I think it's the small things that keep us Mm -hmm. encouraged and motivated because it's certainly the small things that will discourage you and kind of nitpick and nag at your dreams. And so these, it's created to combat those, those little nagging things that would make you turn back or turn away from your dreams. And so it's just the little things to me. Right. So let's switch gears just a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about how you're feeling about going on in this country currently. You know, we have an election in two days. Um, what has happened in this country this year? You know, we have a global pandemic. Uh, we're also talking about, um, you know, all this civil unrest when um, just, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and all that we've seen to happen to black men and women just this year alone. Um, Talk to us a little bit about how you're feeling about that. And then go back a little bit to when the pandemic came about and everything was shutting down. How did you stay motivated during that time? Yeah, great question. So first thing I would say is the 
I had to describe this time, we are living in a remarkable time. And what I mean by that is that we're going to be talking about this moment in time, like we're going to be remarking about this moment for years, for generations even, I think. And it's it's just a really interesting time. Um, I, I, I'll say that some days it's just exhausting being me um, and everything yeah. that um, a woman, a black woman, uh, I am the single woman of color um, at my day job. Um, and so there are different pressures. Um, it, it, it's everything you could imagine, and it's the things that aren't as obvious, right? And so I just think that um, it, it's hard to put into words what I feel about the moment. Um, it changes often. The one thing that I know for sure is that um, Jesus He's my Lord, and he's in control of everything. So one thing I'm grateful for is that I haven't battled with anxiety of any sort, right? So I have tried to um, figure out ways to manage mm, the unchartered parts of this path. However, I haven't been anxious. Like, I'm grounded. I pray constantly. Um, Prayer is my lifeline, and so that's what keeps me balanced. Um, I stay connected in ministry. I go to Bible study online during the week. I just, I do everything it takes to keep Marcy grounded. Um, And look, Mm -hmm. it takes all of that. It takes prayer. It takes fasting. It takes reading books on things I don't understand. It takes talking to my circle. Um, It has, it, it has taken Um, getting out of my comfort zone, saying yes to things that I really want to say no to, being vulnerable. It's it's taking all of that to um, be me in this moment. Uh, I'll go back to your next question, which is um, when when we went home. So I think it was March 16th that I went home full time um, for the stay-at-home orders. I think it was March 16th. And I mean – here I was thinking, okay, it'll be two weeks or a month. I mean, who knew it would be seven months later and I'm still at home, basically, right? Right. Um, and because I work for a member organization, um, and, of course, we're using this word and overusing it, but we had to pivot. Um, what it means to belong changed overnight. What people were willing to pay to belong to our organization changed overnight. So what I was offering them um, was no longer a viable option. So my team and I, we came up with solutions for learning. Like we went out and we really tried to deliver what they needed in the moment. So we became the answer for the moment and tried to show as much goodwill. We didn't accept payments. We um, gave a lot of our content away for free. Um, we just, we did what we thought was best um, and that would yield a reward later. And so now that things are picking up in our industry, you know, I work with marketers 
business developers, CEOs in the AEC, so that's architecture, engineering, construction industry. And, um, you know, some of our clients are turning out of the situation in a way, and they are showing appreciation by renewing memberships, by spending dollars with us, because during the time where we didn't know what would happen, um, they didn't want to spend money. Like, that's the first thing that goes. Travel budget, that was dead. Um, we make lots of our revenue at conferences and things like that. I took a um, a three-day conference and put it online um, over a five-day period. Like, we had to make those type of swift changes. I mean, it is – yeah, it, it was um, unbelievable what um, – people were willing to do with their opportunity. And I was just grateful for a team. Um, Certainly uh, you can't do these things alone. So I was grateful for my team, grateful for their willingness to trust me um, in moments where I was winging it. Literally, there was no, there is no blueprint for some of what we had to do. And so um, charting the path or, modeling a way that could be replicated later, it was terrifying. Um, And I'm just grateful that so much of it has turned out in our favor, but man, it, well, it's just like, it's not, and it's not special, right? So we're not special in the chaos and and we're not special in um, managing change and weathering, um, you know, tightening your bootstraps and things like that. But I'm, I'm just grateful that it's, that I don't know, God is honoring the efforts. Like that that's really all I can say. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been a, a a lot for everybody and like you said, we're using the word a lot, but it's true. We all had to pivot and we all had to um find new ways of doing things um <clears throat> just to just to keep going. Um but again you're right. It has been it's been a lot, but like you said just grateful that, you know, you've made it through and and things are moving along. Yeah, and it's not without, um, you know, the, it, it comes at a cost, certainly. Um, I was asked, well, what are you learning in this moment? You know, because everybody's asking that question. Like, well, what are you learning? And I'm going to tell you, this, 2020 has been about exposure for me. I mean, it has yeah. certainly exposed gaps, um, gaps in my commitments, gaps in my um, capacity for change, right? So here I am saying, oh, I'm a change agent. But when the change is constant um, to the point where you, it's like you almost can't catch your breath, you know, I, I learned something about myself that I wasn't as flexible as I had uh made out to be and so it Mm -hmm. is just exposing you know gaps in my knowledge gaps in my finances it's all the man you know I probably shouldn't have done this or I should have done that or it just it it gaps in my network um when I needed answers certain financial answers like I should have someone in my network that can help me with that and I didn't so Mm -hmm. it's it's been uh revelatory that's I guess that's the word Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. That's that's um that's good to hear because you know, I feel like during this time, you know, we all we all should be learning something about ourselves and, and then not only that, but also making some changes um about ourselves, uh, making changes in ways where we can be better. And this is Absolutely. this has given us a little time off to actually realize it and see it and do something about it. I'm going to tell you, I needed a hard reset. I don't know about anybody else, but I needed a hard reset. And I think, um, you know, God knows how to get your attention. <laughs> and he, he knows far beyond what we know. And mm-hmm. I I needed a real hard reset. Like, I think last year I traveled quite a bit for work. Um, and, I mean, I think my last flight was, February, uh, like the last week of February, I think. And I'm going to tell you, I'm, I don't miss it. <laughs> I, I don't miss mm-hmm. going to the airport every week. I, I I don't miss that at all. Like, I'm so grateful to be home. Um, I'm so grateful to be here and and be able to, to, to enjoy um, this peaceful sanctuary that we built together, my husband and I. Like, we just, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I don't feel like my, I don't feel like the quarantine was a cage for me. It was my safe place. It gave me the opportunity to really leverage my safe place, right? And so it's been, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely different. There are certain things that I, you know, I would love to have gone on vacation. I would have taken a couple of vacations by now. I would love to have done that. However, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just grateful for the moment. Right. Absolutely. I'm in total agreement with that. So like I said earlier, um, the election is coming up in two days. Um, (laughs) It's coming up fast. And um, how have you been, you know, based on like what we were just talking about, there's so many different things that have happened this year that really affects – or I would think it would have an effect on um, the decisions that we make on election day. Um, how how have you used your voice to um, to make a difference or to inspire others to like look? We got to get involved. We have to do something. We have to vote. Um, what what are you doing and and going forward also? Because you know it doesn't just stop at election day. Going forward, right? How will you use voice to make a difference? So, um, first, I've exercised my right to vote. So, I took advantage of early voting uh, on Monday, this last Monday. I voted, um, and I probably took a tough love approach um, and said, "If you don't vote, we're not friends." And I meant it, um, and I still mean it um, because two much is at stake um, for you not to get out and exercise. So it's a lot of things. Too much is at stake. But let's go back. People died for mm-hmm. us to have the right to vote. And so it's a deal breaker for me. We can disagree on a lot of things. I do believe that with disagreement, there is always learning with the exception of a couple of things. One of those things being racism. We can't disagree on that. And then right. when it comes to voting and the importance of voting, we can't disagree on that. 
Like, that's a deal breaker. And I get to choose who's in my inner circle. And so what I'm doing, um, so I support, I think you all know this, I support um, a group, an organization that is founded by a friend of mine, uh, A Woman's Voice Matters. And um, mm-hmm. Dr. Nakia Wright is the founder. Um, and we are adamant about getting the message out about voting. And that's not new. Like, that has been something, um, a priority since the um, organization was founded. And so every election, like the last one, the midterms, every election, voting is important. And so that has been a focus. Um, And just getting the information out to people, you know, clarifying the information. Dr. Nakia Wright, she's great about sharing all the details about what's happening in Maryland, but around the country, like really giving the information. So that's how I am. I support that group. Um, She came up with the idea to adopt a poll on Election Day, and so there will be many um, activities around. uh, There will be a DJ out there. There will be people with snacks and waters and things like that to encourage people to stay in line. Because it is important mm-hmm. that you cast your vo- vote, vote and make your voice heard. So that's what I'm doing um, this week, and will continue to support. I have supported um, in uh, financially to the campaigns that I support. Um, you know, you got to put your money where your mouth is. So I've, I've definitely given um, throughout the entire campaign. Um, when it comes to, you talked about the social unrest, you know, I just had a birthday. Um, I'm not as young as I used to be. I'm not old, but I'm not as young as I used to be. So I don't go out and do the protest, but I do support Black Lives Matter. Um, and my husband mm-hmm. and I have supported the initiative financially. Um, we're mentors. We do a number of things to Support And that's not new for us. That's just been our lifestyle. You know, we live a life of service. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of where I am with that. Um, I hope I've answered that question. But, you know, that's kind of yeah. where we are. Nice. Nice. I love that. Um, I'm just thinking about, um, like you were, we were just talking about, all the social unrest. And um, and I'll quickly move on because, but I just just thinking about all the social unrest and, um, you know, we've we we've seen all of the the live footage of things that have happened. Um, what do you say to women? Because you know, we we see all the things that happen to men, and I know a lot of, um, you know, a lot of black families or parents, they talk to their black sons. Um, but not only do we have to be concerned about our black sons when they go out the doors, but you think about your husbands, your fathers yeah. and your brothers and nephews. Um, but what about black women? Um, you know, we, we, we've seen um, or we've heard about what happened with Breonna Taylor um, and then there's several other black women that similar situations or who have lost their lives um, over the last few years. 
some not talked about as much. Um, but what do you what do you say to to women in general? Because our lives matter too. Our voices matter. Um, our vote definitely matters. Um, black women are just as important um, during this day and time as anyone else. What do you say um, to black women about how important their presence is in this country? So I, I, I am doubtful. I don't have the right words. Like, Mm-hmm. I, I try to think about, well, what would be helpful for me to hear, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what, what has been most helpful, um, it's like, like when we lose someone, right? There are never right words. All the words are empty, right? It truly, like when you lose your a parent, if you lose a spouse, if you lose a child, like there's nothing you can really say. To answer your question, what I think Um, would be helpful for me as a black woman or what has been helpful is simply that I see you. I see Mm. you. You matter. Um, Your voice matters. Like that is the mission um, and vision of a woman's voice matters. So it's like, right. It it rings loudly because I believe it wholeheartedly, you know, your voice matters simply because you matter. And I would just, What's most helpful in this moment is that I see you and that what would I tell myself? Marcy, I see you. You are not alone. You are worthy of the bigness of your dream. You are worthy. You are enough. You know, we say that a lot, but you are, you're worthy because I believe so much of this comes to attack our worth and what we think about ourselves. And some of the work that I've been doing for Marcy during 2020 and the quarantine and the pandemic is just changing the narrative in my head about me, just changing how I think about myself, Um, changing what I will take in, things that I'll accept. And I've gotten to a place where, well, I, I don't accept that thought about me, period. I, 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 I'm not second class. I'm not second anything. I, I'm me. Um, right. And I, and I just have to own that. So that's really, I guess, what I would say to women. I mean, just I, I said this today. I have a group box of some of my colleagues, and I just said audacity is at an all-time high. I mean, we've been seeing it, and right. it's just like <laughs> the nerve of people, and uh, it's unbelievable. And I'll just say that, um, like, my pastor did a, a – it wasn't a series, but he talked about this, and he's just like, you know, the audacity of hope, and I just want to change it. I want to change how I think about me because that's what combats people's projection on you, right? Like when people project on you their beauty ideas, their ideas on how you should dress, how your hair should be done, how you should speak in a professional environment, like people project all of that on you. Now, Mm -hmm. when you know who you are, you love who you are to the core, you can fight all of that. 
you can combat all of that. And so I just, I'll just say I see you. And women, mm-hmm. do what it takes to take care of you so that you have the strength and the capacity to lead your family, to nurture your, 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 the dreams in your home, your husband's dreams, your kids' dreams, your, the dreams in your community. Like, you need strength and capacity to do that. And so you got to take whatever rest you need so that you can simply be who you are. Because well, it's not easy. And whoever says that it is, is a liar. That's right. That's my, that's my that's point true. of view. Speaking for me. I'm just speaking for me. <laughs> that's so right. true. Well, Marcia, let me ask you this, this, this last question before we move on to um, definition of beauty. Because um, I know you said earlier that you were the only uh, black woman or black person in your office. Woman. The only black female. The only only black female in your office. Okay. So in your opinion, how far do you think we've come in terms of diversity in the corporate environment? Well, I'll just suffice it to say not far enough. (laughs) And the reason why I say that, um, you know, everyone is talking about equity and inclusion and all of that. Well, nothing says you are welcome um, like representation. <laughs> so nothing mm-hmm. says, oh, we want you here more right. than representation. And so when there's a lack of that, and, and I'm not saying that it, it's certainly not the same everywhere you go. I'm just speaking from my point of view and in general terms. You can't say this is a diverse environment when, you know, there's, you don't have age represented. You don't have female, male represented. You don't have different ethnicities represented. I mean, you know, lots of companies, and mine included, we've been called on the carpet. Well, you say this in your statement, but your board doesn't reflect it. Your practices don't reflect inclusive behavior and things like that. And, we we have some work to do. We have some work to do. That, I'll just leave it at that. I agree. All over. So so true. Everywhere, everywhere. Yep. And and I said this. I said this to my team. Um, you know, I, I say I think it starts with a baseline of uh, committing to being uncomfortable. Um, you know these mm-hmm. talks training, education, whatever you're calling it, at your place of employment or, or at your firms, you know, it's, it's hard conversation. It's, it's hard to um, hear. It's, it's hard to be a part of these conversations. But I have to be clear about this, and I believe it wholeheartedly. Being uncomfortable is not the same thing as being in danger. And black and brown people, their lives are in danger constantly. And so yes. I think we can work uncomfortable conversations to get to a better end. Um, right. So that's why I, I just, we just commit to being uncomfortable. Um, a measure of discomfort is better, is a start, I think. Um, right. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Well, you know, Marcy, <clears throat> some years ago, I asked you to uh, give me your definition of beauty. Right? And it's something that we're going to share on our Instagram page really soon. But it's something that I wanted to have you share with our audience tonight. Yeah. And so when you when you sent me your definition of beauty, you responded, and I quote, "Beauty to me is unexplainable. In its purest form, hard to see with the natural eye, only felt by the heart." One, is that still your definition? And two, uh, just talk to us a little bit about um, about your definition of, of how you see beauty. Yeah, so I think, you know, it's certainly still a definition that I would stand by. Um, what, I'm, what I was trying to say or express, and not sure if I did it well, is that I think beauty it's beyond everything we see. Like it's the things that aren't obvious. And so, right. A, I would probably, you know, my definition has evolved as I hope that I've evolved in some, some most all areas. Um, I think beauty is shining your light as bright as possible. Like being yourself holy like completely, totally, like that's beautiful. Um, owning your spark of genius, that's beautiful. Because it's, it's one thing to show parts of you, or better said, it's one thing to show the parts of you that people will tolerate. What's beautiful mm-hmm. is when zero parts of you are hiding. And that's some of my personal work, I don't want any part of me to be hiding. That's beautiful. I think we do our creator, Christ, a disservice when we just show part of us, our spark, our brilliance, our light. We have to be who we are. And so I think that's beautiful. And that's sort of what I was trying to say is that it's not the things that you can see, but is when you show up and you know that you're enough. You show up, you know that you're graced to, like you all, to be on these movie sets and to be, um, you know, making people feel confident for whatever role they're playing. It's, it's, it's just, it's when you just own your light. And that's beautiful to me. Um, last year, uh, 2019, it feels like 10 years ago now, but, um, in 2019, I did my first keynote and, um, I went to, I was, um, it was in Colorado Springs and I will say this. Yes, I do want to be a person of influence. However, I have not, um, reached for the stage. I feel like I'm good in small settings. Um, A lot of my clients are small businesses, um, even small architecture engineering firms. Like, I'm good in 
small settings and to have to get on the stage in front of all these people. Um, I was the first person of color that that was a keynote for them ever um, in a room of hundreds of people. Uh, it, it was intimidating, but, but the point, for a number of reasons. Um, but my, my, my people were in the room for me, you know, my close girlfriends got on an airplane to just be in the room to be comfort for me. Um, and in that moment, I felt most comfortable even in a position that I didn't desire. Like I never said I wanted to be a keynote speaker, but I never felt more like Marcy than ever, the teacher. Like I, I, I know that I want to teach, um, and I do that. You know, I teach small businesses, and I, I do some of that in my work. However, I, didn't, I haven't been looking for a big stage. And when I just kind of just yielded to it, it's just like, okay, you said yes to this thing. You, you got to show up and do it. And, of course, there are things that I would change, but I was proud of the moment, and I felt like me. And I didn't know that I would feel comfortable after it was over or I, that's, not, that's not what I mean. I didn't know that I would feel at home in the moment. That's better said. And so, um, and I felt beautiful. And no, I'm not at my goal weight. I haven't been for a while. And then COVID is really trying to keep me from being great and, um, <laughs> you know, all of those things. However, I... I feel at home, and I'm just embracing what I'm graced to do. And it took a long time to get there, but that's beauty mm-hmm. to me. Like all wow. life doesn't shine in massive, um, you know, all light isn't massive. Like all light isn't the sun. Some of it's just a flicker, but you got to own your flicker. You got to own your spark. You got to own those parts of you. Um, so that's beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been a time? Has there ever been a time, especially maybe like growing up, or you know, as a young adult, has there ever been a time when when you didn't feel beautiful? So growing up, I'm from Columbia, South Carolina. For the listeners, of course, I live in Maryland now, but I'm from Columbia, South Carolina. So I grew up there. So growing up, um, I grew up in the house with my grandparents and I was the only girl. So I never, I never had an issue of not feeling beautiful because I was the only girl. I was cute. I was the baby. I am the baby. Let me say not was. I am the baby. And so I was the only girl. I'm the baby in the family. You know, I was very spoiled. So it wasn't mm-hmm. until um, I started kind of growing into who I thought I was, where I something crushed my spirit. I think it was my freshman year of college, like had a terrible, terrible professor. And um, she crushed my spirit about something. And it took me years to recover from some of her comments and um, just some of her critique. And, after that, I probably, well, not probably, I know I dealt with low self-esteem, um, not so much on the outside did I not feel beautiful, but it was more on the inside, which is even worse. 
Um, but yeah, I didn't always feel good about myself on the inside. Um, just always thinking like, just second guessing, right? I just always second guess and um, just need validation and all of that. And now I'm just kind of doing stuff, um, seeing what works, seeing what sticks. I'm trusting, um, you know, I'm trusting the God on the inside of me. Like my relationship has matured in Christ. And so I pray and I trust the prayers that I pray. Um, and I trust his voice in my life, and that hasn't always been the case. So, you know, I, I've had some internal work to do, um, just feeling. So people would see it long before I did, like even at my job. You know, people were like, oh, these are good ideas. Oh, this is so great. And, you know, I would matriculate up. I would get promoted and things like that. But there was still this sinking feeling on the inside that I just always questioned. And I'm grateful to be on the other side of that. Right. I'm real grateful to be on the other side of that. How do we, Marcy, how do we talk to young girls about beauty and and show them that it's not about what's on the outside? How, because, you know, a lot of times, Young girls grow up, you know, with this um, image of what beauty is, but it's very physical. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you were talking about, you having low self-esteem. A lot of people have a low self-esteem because they don't they don't fit into what that image is. Um, so how do we how do we get the message across to to young girls, you know, that beauty is more than just a physical thing. So one one way I think, um, and this might not be the right answer, but it's my answer, is that we start telling the truth. I mean, so much of us, yeah. so many of us have lied about the real story. Um, we're at fault for them following some of the right you know, the the images and all of that, because like, well, somebody had to create it. So we created some of that. Right. And so if we would just tell the truth of our story, um, tell the parts that um, are not as pretty, it would give them some insider information. It, I mean, it's like telling your testimony, truly. But when I think about it, it's like, so to me, this generation, they can spot a fake, right? They see, they know when you're being genuine. They don't want you to try to sell them a bill of goods. Our young people, they call us out on everything. They're just like, no, you said this, but you did that. I mean, I just think we need to get back to some basics, and that's transparency. And let them see the real side of it, that, you know, it's not all in the lashes and the hair. And listen, I like all of that. I mean, you know, that was, I didn't say this. Let me go back to something. I didn't say this, but the pandemic came from my vanity. I mean, truly, like I couldn't get my lashes done. I couldn't get my hair done, my nails (laughs) done. I mean, the sister was struggling. I mean, my husband, I ordered a wax machine and yeah, it was 
just not pretty in here, trying to wax my chin and my brows. And it's, look, it wasn't pretty. The point is, I just think we need to start. So we just need to start telling the truth and being transparent so that we're, because a lot of times they see the end result and don't understand the work that's required to get there. And I feel like we've created those, uh, I don't want to say monsters, but, you know, like we created that narrative Mm -hmm. for them or that perspective. Like we gave them that, they inherited that from us, right? Because we don't tell them the middle. They see the beginning of a thing and then they see, oh, I got 100,000 followers, I'm internet famous, and that, but look, what they don't know, that does not translate into dollars. Being right. internet famous does not translate to money in the bank, but people aren't telling That's you that. True. They just want you to yep. give me $99, take my online branding class, and in the next 72 days, you'll be just like me. And that's <laughs> not true. It's just not true. It's not true. <laughs> or possible. I mean, so, or you know, possible. I'm not for the quick fixes. And we're selling, we're selling young people lives. And we just got to, we, we need to take some responsibility for that. And so I would just start telling them the real story. Like, here's the work that's required. You know, people mm-hmm. look at you all here and they see you on movie sets and stuff like that, and they think, oh, I, I took three virtual Zoom makeup classes, and now I can go be on a Tyler Perry set with Denise and Janice. <laughs> no, you cannot. This is the part that our young people, this is the part that our young people are missing, credibility. You've got to have credibility right. in the market, but they forget that. Like, we're not teaching them that you need credibility. We're taking them from A to Z, and you miss the years. Yes, I'm, I'm, I am, I'm in my dream job right now, girl. I, I literally am. I love my job, and I'm doing the thing that I said I wanted to do. I've been doing program development for 21 years. It did, I didn't just wake up and I'm here. No, it was a lot of doing jobs that I didn't want to do, taking on projects that I didn't want to do, because I needed to build credibility. Right, and that's what. So anyway, long answer. Sorry. That's no, good. it's quite all right. <laughs> it is stuff. quite all right. Yeah, this has been amazing. Um, before we end the show, is there anything else? Um, that you would just like to share with our audience about anything that we've talked about tonight or anything else? Well, I'll just say, well, first, thank you, ladies, for having me. I'm so glad to, I mean, I've heard your voices, but just to have this moment. And um, so thank you for that. And I'll just say to anyone listening, listen, if you haven't gotten your hips out to vote, go vote. I don't know what your plan mm-hmm. is for the third, um, but make a plan. Like, please get out and vote. It, our lives depend on us voting. So I would say that. And Absolutely. Uh, I guess the last thing I would say is, um, the last thing I'll say about beauty is that, you know, the Bible says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. 
And that's beautiful to me that um, I'm unique. I'm wonderfully made. There's there's not one mistake about Marcy. There, there, there was not one mistake made when it came to my creation, right? And then even mm-hmm. let's just even say, you know, my maturation as I've evolved. Yep, I've had some missteps, and for, I'm grateful for those. And I said this um, on my birthday. Sometimes you got to kiss the hard places in life and be grateful for them and the lessons. So even the hard things, I, I would say they are beautiful. And that's all I have. So thank you, lady. Thank you Girl, that was so much. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um one of the things I didn't hear you say in your introduction, so I want to give you the opportunity to do it now, is you didn't mention that you are also an author. So tell everybody. That. Yes, I've written two books. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to, listen, I go off on tangents. This is why I need talking points. But, yes, I've written two books. <laughs> I'm so crazy. Oh, Lord, please help my mind. So I've written two books. The first book is really my pursuit um, in passionate, purposeful living, and I, I wrote a love letter to fear, um, just letting fear know, just being intentional, letting fear know, look, you don't have a hold on me. Um, and then my second book is a workbook, so it's a compliment, and it's called Get It Done, and both can be purchased on my website, loverymotivation.com or Amazon. Um, either one, but the workbook, I call it a procrastination, a procrastinator's toolkit. So if you're a procrastinator, it kind of gives you some bullet points, some writing prompts to get your ideas out of your head and into action. So, yes, I have written two books. Thank you for <laughs> reminding me of that. Marcy, <laughs> so crazy. Marcy, give me, those, give me those names again of your books. Okay, so the first book is The P Word. Um, and then the second book is, and the P stands for passion. <laughs> okay. And then get it done is the workbook. Get it done. Okay. Thank you. And then yes, also and um, purchased on Amazon can, if you like. Okay. And, and you said the, uh, and the website, but your website is lovery dot com is what you said. So it's loverymotivation.com. Gotcha. Lovery motivation. Okay. And then also you spoke about a woman's voice matters. You work closely with them. Where can we find them online? Absolutely. So it's um, on Instagram and Facebook. It's at AWV Matters. And then our website, our website is www.awvm.online. Gotcha. All right. Yes, follow us on on social media, Woman's Voice Matters. It's just filled with life. Uh, We share life every single day. Um, it's, It's a group. It's a group of us. 
um, the dream team. Again, our leader is Dr. Nakia Wright and all the ladies. We all have a different audience. My audience is the Wednesday, Work It Out Wednesday crew. I try to focus on career uh, and entrepreneurial you know, encouragement, but each of us has a day. We have a day for trailblazers, servant leaders, of course, marriage moment, um, legacy builders, second chance, like if you, second chance at life, whatever that means for you. So there's something different every single day. Um, But, you know, it's a lifeline for me. So I know that it will enrich um, someone else's life. Nice. I love it. We will be following you as always. Thank you. We, thank you. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. This was a great conversation. Thank you for having me. I so appreciate you ladies. I know we came That's into it. November, but, you know, October babies rock. Yay. Uh, That's right. <laughs> 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 We love our November Scorpios, too, but it's something about the October Scorpios. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much again, Marcy. Appreciate you being on with us tonight. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Absolutely. And thank you guys again for listening and tuning in. We uh, thank those who are on the phone lines and then those who listened um, via the um, Internet. Thank you, guys. And for those who will listen via the playback, we thank you as well. Uh, We thank all of our listeners all around the world for your continued support. So with that, we will say good night. But before saying good night, my sister is going to tell you guys where you can follow us. Exactly. I thought you were going to forget me. You can follow us on Facebook. We are Beauty Talk Online Radio. And then on Twitter, we're Beauty underscore Talk. And then on Instagram, we are Beauty underscore Talk underscore Media. And then you can follow Janice and I both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, um, just simply with our names. Janice Tunnell is at J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. Denise Tunnell is D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. All right. Well, that everyone have a beautiful and blessed evening and have a wonderful week. Again, don't forget to go out and vote. Please stay yes. in line. All right? All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Mm-hmm.